I am thrilled to have a wonderful friend, Dion Nichols, on the Star Parent Podcast today. She's here to talk about financial abundance and living your best life by manifesting the things you want and generating the energy by the way you feel, look, and interact with our world. I'm so excited. Thank you for listening. Parent Podcast. I'm so excited, everyone have Dion Nichols with us today. She's an old friend of mine from back in the day and I've just watched you rise up to where you are right now and I'm just so excited to share with people um, your journey um, and things that you would like to share with us about financial abundance. First before we start up uh, Dion, just again a big welcome, big thank you for um, for being here. Oh great to be here. Thank you for, I love the way you said old, <laughs> but, I, but I embrace it. There are years, definitely some years behind us. Yes. And this is really good to, to reconnect like this. You Absolutely. Know? I mean, I'm talking yeah. back high school girl. Like I remember, mm-hmm. you know, you were, you were telling me that you were at Curdle by, I was at Hillcrest. I, and we had mutual friends. You went to Carlton. I studied at Carlton. I mean, we just kept in contact through social media all these years. And yeah. I think that was kind of that link that kept us. But I always, I, one of the things that I admire about you is that um, you, female empowerment, um, the fact that you support so many female projects. And I just see that with what you post. And I was like, this is someone that I want to keep close to me. You know, like, I don't know what, we haven't talked in years, but this is someone that I want to keep close to me so when I was just seeing what you're doing I said you know what I need, I need to reach out to Dion because I know that you have a knowledge of financial abundance that not a lot of people know about and I just wanted to talk about that today oh absolutely I just want to say right back at you by the way so energy begets energy and okay. so there's something about you as well that's so authentic you can see you really come from a place of purpose and commitment to what you do in the world how you parent to yourself so um yeah the feelings mutual so mm. yeah thank you thank you thank you thank you what is your spiritual like what's your take on spirituality like how do you feel about that term first of all Sure. I think I, what I like about spirituality, it's all encompassing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's something that's um, uniting, unifying. So that's what I like about uh, uh, spirituality versus religion. You know, mm-hmm. um, spirituality, I, I'm Christian, God is my creator. Um, and for me, it's about relationship, you know, uh, most importantly, having that intimacy with uh, whether it's universe, whether it's spirit, whether it's nature source, but just having some kind of additional uh, foundation or uh, something uh, to pull from when you, yep. right? In, especially in the most challenging times Absolutely. that you know you can rely on. Yes. And I think with on our culture, because you're from St. Lucia. Yes. And, well, my, your, yeah, my, my parents are from Jamaica. So I think one of the things we have in common is that our grandparents passed down a lot of the spiritual knowledge to us from a very young age and it's helped to build up our faith to become confident people in our adult in our adult life it's had a big impact for me yeah I agree um, yeah. I would say this I felt like I was kind of going through um, routine it felt kind of um, 
I felt like it, it was kind of dormant in me growing up, but it was always a part of us, right? Um, we were we were Catholic, so we went to church on Sundays and holidays, and um, I even felt uh, I didn't feel as plugged in necessarily, but I still believe that just having that foundationally, that later on in life, on my own journey to reconnect now back to my spirituality, mm-hmm. that was so central that I had that in the first place, right. I might have mentioned Dr. Lisa Miller in a previous episode. She wrote the book, The Spiritual Child, and she talks about how spiritual parenting is an unparalleled source of resilience for children, and that introducing spiritual concepts at a very young age actually does pay off and translates into stronger, fuller, personal spirituality for our children and usually lasts throughout their lifetime. Um, Just like what Dion was saying. Let's get back to her. One of the things that um, we're, we're learning about now as society is our mindset. Like the way we think about things, the way it has a lot to do with the way we do things. And so one of our cultural wounds is that, you know, Black people were not really taught to manage their money, to manage their finances. Yeah, And um, this is something that I see that you working so hard to heal that wound by offering information for people about how to get their finances in order. Like you were associated with, um, was, it, was it two two black guys with good credit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was starting with the facts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so basically we, we had actually, um, so um, my co-founder and I, Sean Linda, uh, both of us, you know, none of us came. Uh, well, he actually came from fi- a financial background. I did not. I worked in fashion for 20 years when I decided to make this leap of faith at the age of 40 to co-found a uh, financial literacy youth nonprofit called Financially Clean. And it was really uh, basically tr- the, the idea was to give them a blueprint, the one that we didn't have. Because we we all basically had to learn as we as we went along, right, and make the mistakes. So the reason we created that, and that's that was really his gift when I came on board. His gift is financial literacy. Um, uh-huh. But I brought my my background in personal branding and understanding that your net worth is your network. Your network is your net worth. So there's still a financial tie into that. You know how you mm. present yourself can get you into certain doors. For example, there's a financial mm. tie into that. So um, that's how we came together and um, started going into high schools and youth organizations, especially the most under resourced areas to help equip these kids, but from a, from a relatable strategic standpoint that we could really connect with them. And it mm-hmm. was about balancing both mindset and financial. We knew both went hand in hand. And yeah. interesting that I went on to become a life coach. So now we're really uh, delving even deeper um, um, in terms of bringing those two together. Uh, but that's how that, that came about. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because right now you have your, your, you're the founder of Live Your Best Life. And I love when you say about forward action, accountability, and fashion. And I thought the fact that you're tying in the way we dress with success, with abundance, I think this is, this is key. It's key because it's the way we feel. And the way we feel often changes the way we behave. Right? So how we show up. 
right? So if we're yes. feeling confident in that interview because we already feel good in our in our clothes. And so mm -hmm. that's sometimes a misperception that people think, okay, um, clothing is superficial. But no, um, if you look at, if you go into how I really, um, uh, my philosophy around dressing, it's really about dressing from your essence, from who you are. So people can really sure see you. Pardon me? I said, can you share more about that? Because I don't know about that. Sure. So yes, yeah. well, when you're dressing from your essence, you're dressing from who you are th authentically are. So mm -hmm. you're wearing the clothes, the clothes aren't wearing you. And I actually tend to work with my clients in the coaching perspective first. That's when it's the most uh, powerful. And then mm -hmm. once they've done the inner work, then they say, okay, now I want my wardrobe to now reflect, you know, the, 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 my new being. Right. So you're really dressing from the core of who you are. So that's why I call it dressence, dressing from your essence. Essence, <laughs> 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 nice. That's that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm I trying to tap into that too because like I'm working from home now. Um, it's COVID. I had to close both of my businesses, and I just had a baby. So I decided I'm going to start back very slowly working from home. Mm -hmm. And I literally went out and purchased some new clothes to be at home just so to have that feeling so when I read that on your website I was like girl you get it you still get the, the need for that feeling of I don't know I don't know if I just came off a two-hour zoom talking about pleasure oh finding ways to incorporate pleasure even in your work if everything mm. find pleasure in all that you do from what, how you, uh, your space to your clothing, if you feel comfortable and confident in your clothes, guess what you're vibrating on a much higher frequency. So guess what you're going to attract into your life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. How do you, what are the, what are some mistakes that you've seen your clients make before in the past um, when it comes to wanting to become financially abundant? Uh, well, so one thing I, I, I figured out along the way is that you can throw a whole bunch of money at, at people, but if they haven't gotten underneath to those money traumas, money wounds, you know, to work on breaking certain patterns, they'll end up right back where they were. They'll end right. up doing this very same thing. So um, that really hit me when I was doing a, a financial, you know, um, Masterclass. This is a woman who dedicates her life to teaching women of color um, the net worth game. Her name is Alicia Holmes. And okay. the first thing that we did before we start learning about financial principles and, and uh, stocks, like that was the key thing, because that's the next level when we can really, mm -hmm. as women, get over the fear of getting into the stock market game. That's a big part of the work that she does, um, that we had to do the work on ourselves first. There's a, a woman who um, I will definitely connect you with, but I'll recommend the book. It's called Heal Your Relationship with Money. Yeah. We don't realize just how many cultural messages, family, so, you know, relational messages are passed down yes. are in our money habits. I feel that way because, like, even when I think about um, purchasing a home, I get, like, my stomach starts to turn. Like, I get so nervous like I live in Montreal so I'm used to renting mm -hmm. and renting is like a kind of a way of life here but now that we're thinking about buying I am trying to wrap my head about me Lorraine buying a house what like I know to, I know I need to change that but there's still that 
underlying, do I deserve this? Yes, there's a word that I need. There. Yeah. I've started learning about self-realization. And basically it's understanding your now, where you are right now, not your past, not your future, just the thoughts you're thinking right now, the breath you're taking right now, the experiences you're having right now. This is who you are. You're not your past, you are your future, you are the right now. And it's such an empowering position to be in. Let's go back to Dion. Uh, I can relate to that, by the way. So I was with a man for almost 17 years. Uh, at mm. one point, was buying and flipping homes. And I never wow. thought for myself that it was possible. Isn't that mm. interesting? And it was yeah. right there. But if my mother at the time, you know, yeah. what my messages were. You yep. pay your bills on time and keep yep. a roof over your head. That was the end mm-hmm. of my financial literacy. So guess what I did? I was very good at paying my bills on time. I had great credit. Yeah. You know, I was good at saving. Yes. But to be more aggressive with my money, that wasn't accessible to me just because of my my mindset, right? Of what yeah. beliefs were. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, 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 told, I still see that within me. And like now... I'm taking a leap of faith and COVID has a lot to do with it. It's just breaking out of this old thinking and trying something new, you know, hence this, this podcast, I just decided I was going to have some real conversations with real people about stuff that we have to face eventually in our lives or not, but preferably we face them in this lifetime so that we can be better parents for our children. Yeah. So like, yeah. And break those cycles. And I, what I heard you say, most importantly, is that we have a choice. We have a choice in every moment. So Mm -hmm. the fact you have the awareness, first of all, you have to have the awareness, which you do. Mm -hmm. So then you can make different choices. And that's when you can break the cycle. So that's the first step. Do you predominantly work with women? Yes. So that has definitely been my focus. Um, I think just watching all the, the strong women in my life, you know, overcome. Um, I myself, you know, uh, being a mom, you know, a, a, a partner in life, eventually a wife, you know, entrepreneurial career, all the things. Uh, I know what it means to be juggling a lot and then still wanting more. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm committed to. How can I um, uh, empower women on different platforms from different angles, whether that's from life coaching to um negotiation skills. Like I bring all of all that I can in my network, you know, financial yeah. literacy, uh, all I, I like to take a holistic approach to really um, empowering women to really live the, their best lives. Yeah. How do you, what do you say to a woman who's, okay, talking, I'm asking for a friend. Uh, <laughs> 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 what do you say like, when you're trying to, you know, become better and trying to climb up that ladder, but you got haters and they're like your good quote unquote friends. You got people who are not necessarily supporting you in the way that you would like. And it's kind of impacting the way you 
want to move forward. Yes. So I actually teach a, a, a workshop called The Reset. And that's mm. a big part of uh, VIA. So the E stands for Evaluate and Eliminate. And in, in reset, it's an acronym. And uh, you start. You have to take stock, especially when you're looking to to take on more in your life. To evaluate, mm-hmm. you know, especially when it comes to your circle, you know, who is supportive, or who is um, really uh, d- destructive when it comes to uh, relationships. Do I feel uh, drained, or do I feel energized after I've been with this person? You know, are they constantly mm-hmm. criticizing me? Uh, mm-hmm. When you look at your circle, are you the smartest one? You may need to find another circle because the circle you are in, you aren't growing anymore. You know, they're not stretching right. you. They're not challenging you. Um, right. Or if you don't find another circle, you may just have to add to your circle. But you may have to eliminate some people. So it's like the airplane. If there's excess baggage, right, how can it, it can't take off. So you right. may have to let go of a few people when you're ready to soar you know? Um, and that's when you find out who your, your real people are. And uh, I love, I love Brene Brown. You may have heard of her work. Uh, yes, I have. And there's a quote that I, I really live by where she says, um, setting boundaries is loving yourself enough uh, to basically put yourself first, knowing there's a risk of losing others. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm learning that now with, with in my relationship with, with the father of my son, Sparrow. Uh, definitely learning how to put myself first and uh, put up a boundary where, where I, I can say, no, I, I don't want to do that right now. And, and I don't have to explain explain why. So, yeah, that, I, I, that resonates with me. Yes, yes. Yeah. When I recorded this months ago, I was in a relationship and now I'm a single mom and I'm so proud of myself for putting my needs first, my faith first and my worth first. And since then, just days after, my life is changing every single day for the better, the abundance, the blessings. It's really truly magical. Let's go back to Dion. Just making a plan for yourself. You're a big, uh, you're a big vision board uh, um, enthusiast. I I hear. I sure am. (laughs) (laughs) I think vision boards are spiritual. So I see that as a spiritual connection because you are putting an intention. Yes. And it's something that you revisit on a daily basis. So you have a practice. So I don't know if you want to share a little bit more about your connection with vision boards. Sure. And how that connects to abundance. Well, in, you yeah. know, in my faith, they say, you know, uh, make the, as, you know, set, the, you know, write the vision, make it plain. So I'm a big vision board gal as well as, you know, a journaler. Um, but yeah, I have my, my vision board at the foot of my bed. So it is mm-hmm. the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning and the last thing I see before I go to sleep. And uh, I really took time to not uh, to make sure you or give a suggestion. You kind of want to really get clear before you even start cutting and pasting. You know, what mm-hmm. are your goals? 
You know, you might have financial goals, health goals, um, relationship goals. You kind of actually also want to have that really laid out before you even start creating your vision board um, and laying it out in such a way so that it's clear. Clarity is going to be so mm. key because then it makes it, uh, it's funny how you're, they call it the reticular activation system. It's it's on high alert. It's your your brain's filtration system where you start to see an article in the newspaper or a conversation. All things start working together, you know, to to actually manifest yeah. that vision, you know. So yeah. by really, yeah. your brain doesn't know what's real or not. So if it's seeing those mm -hmm. images every day, you know, it starts to pull those things in. Your brain, the, the brain is yeah. amazing. Um, and I'm just going to add one more thing. So. When you're spending time with your vision board, and that's the, that's key, you got to spend time with your goals. You can't just tuck them away somewhere. Um, you want to also make sure you're using all your senses. So when you are spending time with your vision board, you should be able to smell, taste, know who was there, how it feels, really bring it alive. You know? Oh, Many wow. You know, that brings me to an idea that someone had shared with me about imagining what your your wealth house looks yes. like. Yes. We walk through it like in your mind and then they're like, go into your office. Yeah. And open your office drawer and hear the money coming out of the, the drawer falling onto the ground like gold coins. So it's funny that mm. we talk about this. You know, the auditory, I was I always think about this gold coins dropping on the ground in my office, it's abundance house. Oh, I so love it. Interesting. I yeah. mean, you might have yeah, heard of Michael Phelps. Yeah. only the most decorated medalist in the world. He's been visualizing <laughs> since he was a teenager. There's something to it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm going to end off with this question because I heard you ask somebody on the podcast and I thought it was such a great question. You said, what gives you love? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have all day? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, if I, I'll say this, um, there are, there's a, there's quite a few things, as you know, I have a son, he's 16. He gives me life uh, from the day he was born. Every conversation we have, um, I, I enjoy food. I eat well. Mm. I mean, avocado, I don't even want to, it's the way to my heart. Okay. Molten lava chocolate oh. cake, uh, a well-constructed garment, cashmere. Um, but something else that really gives me life, like I feed off people's energy. So connection with mm -hmm. others to those spontaneous moments, um, just having a, a deep enlightening conversation. Uh, someone's you know, being a part of seeing someone having their breakthrough uh, gives me life. I could go on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel it in you. Like I see how much, I don't know um, if you want to include this in the link, but following Dion Nichols on Instagram will definitely brighten your day because the things that you post are so inspiring and so enlightening and thought provoking as well. So yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would love to be able to add that in so people could follow you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I, I will do that. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Well, you know, Dion, it would, it's so great to have you here today and just thankful that you took the time to share some points with us because you know, financial abundance, especially as black women, is super important for changing our dynamic in, the, in, our, in our culture. So I definitely will be taking some of the tips you gave to heart, especially the journaling. 
Um, I don't do it enough. And I think a daily practice would help me with my focus. Um, yeah. Just, well, I, I'd like me to, love to, like me to drop that link as well. That book, the yeah. Heal Your Relationship with Money uh, book, it's a 28-day journaling, um, I guess, program. And it, it goes deep. Mm -hmm. So I will, I'll pass it to you as okay. well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, I'll include that in there. Thank you. Thank you so much, listeners. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you got some really good tips on raising your abundance financially. I just ask you to think about this. What does spiritual parenting mean to you? <gasps> what, just ask for it, seek it, and do what it takes to make you shine. Thank you for today, Dion Nichols. Thank you again. And I hope to have you again on the show. Oh, thank you. And that's beautiful. You Take too. Bye-bye. Find us on Instagram, the Star Parent Podcast. It would be amazing for you to follow us and also encourage us with your comments, likes, and messages. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.